the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. So I'm usually a person who likes to embrace challenges. I tend to avoid the easy way out, and I relish the opportunity to feel discomfort for the sake of accomplishing a goal. I was, after all, a long-distance swimmer years before Katie Ledecky made distance swimming cool. And that same attitude towards challenges applies to my reading of scripture. I usually enjoy it when a tough passage comes up in the lectionary cycle because it means that it's an opportunity to hear God speaking in a new way or to interpret the world in a new way. But today, I just can't get on board with the 12th chapter of Luke's gospel. What happened to the angels and to the multitude of heavenly hosts singing about peace on earth as they did at the beginning of Luke's gospel? What happened to Luke's compelling and compassionate portrayal of Jesus that most of us think of when we think of the gospel of Luke, which is many people's favorite gospel? Jesus instead today is saying that he has come to bring fire to the earth, that he has come to bring not peace, but division. He says that households will be divided between fathers and sons, mothers and daughters. I just don't like what Jesus is saying today. I want to be connected to my family. The last thing I want is to be divided from them. And anyway, many of us already know the pain of a divided family, whether it's a result of divorce or disconnection or estrangement or disapproval. Broken relationships, those of us who have experienced divided families, we know that it is some of the most painful experience one can have. Broken relationships hurt. And the most seriously broken relationships often cause trauma, often unspoken, that reverberates throughout one's life and throughout, even throughout the generations. Even when we long to heal our divided families, for some reason the wounds cut so deep that sometimes reconciliation seems simply impossible. So I cannot believe that Jesus wants to cause this kind of pain or disconnection in families. And maybe today I'm taking the easy way out, but it's the only way that I can reconcile the God that I know with the words that we hear from the gospel today. I believe with all my being that the love of God reconciles, that it is the kind of love that reunites rather than divides, that God's love forges relationships rather than breaking them. I cannot believe that Jesus wants to divide households. So what on earth is Jesus saying about families today? Well, for one, Jesus, he knows probably by heart the stories of Scripture. And so he knows that from the beginning of humanity, families have had rifts and divisions. He knows the story of Cain and Abel, of Sarah and Hagar, of Jacob and Esau. Jesus himself has told the parable of the prodigal son, a story about division within families, one son who was estranged and then welcomed home, 
while the other is so jealous that he cannot join in the welcome. And Jesus personally knows what it's like to be divided from his family. Uh, earlier in the gospel, as he was teaching in the midst of a large crowd, he's told that his mother and his brothers are standing outside wanting to see him. And what is his response? My mother and brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. Jesus' response give, gives us a glimpse into how perhaps he has something else in mind when he thinks about family, something completely new and different. No, Jesus does not want to purposefully divide families, but he is on a mission to create a new kind of family, a family much broader and much bigger than mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers. Jesus's mission is to create a family in which there are no divisions among people, a family where all are loved and all are included. When Jesus's mission is accomplished after he arrives in Jerusalem, no longer will only one community have the privilege of knowing God and being loved by him. Instead, the unique relationship that the people of Israel have to God will soon be opened up to all, to Jew and Gentile, to male and female, to master and slave, adult and child. And Jesus is singularly focused on this particular mission. It is a fire that consumes his life. And today, he even says that it stresses him out. Jesus is like a startup founder who has given up his life for his project. He will stop at nothing to accomplish his mission. And he is eager for his project to become a reality. And so today we see his impatience. Perhaps some of us can relate to it. I know that there are more than a few workaholics here today. Those of you who have a singular mission in your own life. And if you are one of these workaholics, you, or you live with one of these workaholics, you know the effect on one's personal life. Because a mission requires 24-7 dedication. It requires a passionate fire that at times results in burning the candle at both ends. It requires time away from family. It requires, occasionally, division and conflict. And this is the kind of division that Jesus is announcing today. Those who buy into Jesus's mission of a new humanity, a new kind of family, broader than bloodlines. These people who buy into his mission may experience the pain of rejection from their own families families who are not ready for that kind of radical acceptance, who would prefer to keep love within and among the tribe. Jesus's words sound harsh, but they come from a place of disturbed impatience, impatience that God's mission of uniting the world is not yet complete. Jesus is on a mission. He's even a little stressed to accomplish his mission. And so today I'll give him a break for his harsh words because I know how hard it was 
how much he had to suffer in order to accomplish his mission. And I, we, have the blessing of experiencing the fruits of his labor. You and I have the incredible gift of belonging to the new family that Jesus created. Have you ever considered how wide and beautiful and miraculous the Christian family really is? On this day, there are people worshiping all over the world, in China, still in Jerusalem, in South Africa, in Latin America, in every corner of the earth, there are people worshiping Jesus today. We worship in sacrament, in song, in prayer, in silence, but no matter the creed, no matter the denomination, no matter the language, we are all brothers and sisters, one family in Christ. We live in a world that we all know too well is filled with division and with separation, not just amongst families, but so obviously in our nation. Today, let us be reminded who, is, who makes up our family. Our family includes those related to us by blood and by law. But our family is also much, much bigger than that. We are one human family, united by Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen.